This is Life in Progress, a therapy podcast with your host, Navart Wilborn. I'm a licensed professional counselor, and we're going to be having some honest conversations about life struggles, both the day-to-day struggles and more serious hardships. Please remember that this podcast and all affiliated programs are not a substitute for therapy. So if you're struggling, please reach out to a therapist in your area and get the support you need. Thanks for joining me. Hey everyone, thanks for joining me. So I um, was gone last week, didn't do an episode last week for you because I was out of town with my family. And um, it is Wednesday, July 5th, and I always post uh, episodes on Friday. So in theory, I am supposed to be recording the episode for the week, but um, I don't have an idea in mind. I actually haven't had a chance to think about it, and um, so I figured I'm just going to go with it. I'm just going to turn this camera on, turn this microphone on, and we're just going to see where this goes. So I actually um, have a couple of little ideas of uh, topics, but nothing quite uh, tremendous enough to make a full episode for you. So I'm just going to start going with my little ideas and see if it turns into something. So uh, first of all, I kind of want to jump in with the idea of personal growth. I think actually that topic can be a bigger thing later. I just haven't given any thought to it for today, but my little bit of personal growth message is um, I was thinking about how when I first started doing these episodes, you know, a year and a half ago, the first couple of months, maybe two, three months of episodes, I actually would plan out, I'd write it out, I'd prepare what I wanted to say, I'd get familiar with it, and I'd try to speak it. Sometimes I'd read it, I'd have it in the back of my computer, um, on on my computer, but that was not sustainable for me. I didn't have the time to put that together to think ahead of time, plan ahead of time, and write it, create it, and then read it. It was just, I did not have time for that. So I stopped doing that out of necessity. I think it was one of the episodes where I just was like, I don't know what I'm talking about. I don't have time, and I'm just going to talk. And then that just became, um, I don't know, I, I, it was just so much easier for me to wing it and just talk than to plan ahead uh, because it eliminated the need for um, perfection or just order of a certain kind. And it was just, you know, I just went with it more. And that's just more my style anyway. I'm just, um, I mean, I'm a, I'm a planner for sure. But when it comes to something like this, um, unless it's something really serious that I do like to plan and prepare and get my words together, if it's not something serious, I like to just go with it and see what comes out and, and enjoy <laughs> winging it. And so, That's my little reflection on personal growth because initially, you know, in the months in preparation of starting the podcast, I had all this fear and anxiety about how I was going to do and was it going to be good and would people think I was ridiculous and was I going to get judged? And so I had this expectation of, I don't think it was perfection, but it was, I needed it to be good. And then over time, I've just kind of dropped that and just it's just become something I enjoy doing um, and something that has become part of my routine in the sense that I, I want to do it every week, but it's not set in stone in my schedule because I just don't have that kind of schedule. I guess I could if I really wanted it to, to be like that, but 
What I struggle with is um, sometimes like I had a little bit of time yesterday where I could have recorded, but I had no idea. Like no thoughts were coming to me. I didn't feel inspired or motivated at all. And so I, I don't like forcing those kinds of things. So I don't want it to necessarily be this set structured time every week um, because then it becomes more formal. But then that led me to today where I'm like, okay, I'm running out of time. Tomorrow's pretty busy for me. Um, and here I am without a topic again. So, uh, you know, I just, it's personal growth, I guess, in all forms and fashion. But so that was my little thing of feeling like, you know, letting go of the need for things to be just so has been really big for me. It's something that I try to embrace and implement in other aspects of my life. And so I hope that that's something that you can think about that, you know, what are the things that you set out to do and you're very particular about how to do them but then maybe over time you realize it doesn't have to be that particular. It doesn't have to be perfect. It doesn't have to be a certain way. Yeah, you know, keep the the bones of it where it really does still go well for you and you're, you're responsible, but it doesn't have to be perfect. Um, and that's big for me. I don't think that I would describe myself as a perfectionist, but I am more aware of criticism and judgment than I probably would like to be. I am very sensitive to what other people think, I'm working on it, I've made tremendous growth there, but ultimately I'm still a people people pleaser. And so being able to just flip the mic and the camera on and start rambling at you is a big deal for me. Um, so yay me, right? Uh, but um, moving along from that, kind of going with it, but a little different direction, um, I think having a safety net is something that we would all like, right? Being able to do things with the security of knowing that we have thought about all the aspects of how it can play out and really um, done our best to prevent um, things from going wrong. And there's a certain amount of that that I think is really good for us, but then there's an amount the, there's part of it where we need to not be so rigid and then there's just the rest of life where we can't control things no matter how hard we try so I'm in this phase of life right now or this stage or I have these couple of things coming up in the next few weeks that are really big and I am doing my best to control as much of you know prepare as much as I can to control the situation so it's not overwhelming and I'm doing well to some extent but then there's huge aspect of it that is outside of my control and I'm feeling some anxiety about it. So I'm going to kind of walk you through a little bit of that and see if you can relate and maybe this will, um, if maybe it'll be helpful to you or it's just going to be my own counseling session in your ear. <laughs> you get to hear me process my stuff. So this coming weekend on Sunday, we are getting a puppy. So we already have two dogs. Um, Ella is a boxer. She's almost eight and she's a sweet girl. And then Dobby is our dachshund. He's five and he's a therapy dog. He comes to work with me every day. He is sleeping on, I'm gonna show you if you're on video. He's right there. He comes to work every day. He hangs out with me. He's my little buddy. Um, and then we are putting ourselves, my family's putting ourselves through the torture of adding a puppy because we're crazy, apparently. Um, we love dogs and you know, this is just what we do. But every time we have done this, I always go through this like, why are we doing this to ourselves? This is so much work and it's just like having a baby. And, um, but ultimately it brings so much joy. So 
We are getting a Great Dane puppy. And if you know anything about Great Danes, they grow to basically be a mini horse. They're huge. And since we are Harry Potter people, we have the little dog named Dobby. Now we're getting the massive dog named Hagrid is what we've decided to name him. So we're going with the, the cool Harry Potter character names. Um, so he's coming to join our family this weekend and he is going to essentially be our son's dog. So our son Tristan is 10 and he is going to be the, well, obviously I will be very responsible, but he's going to try to be the responsible party for this dog which means that the dog is going to sleep in his room. He's going to wake up and take him out to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night, all of the things. I will be assisting, but it's a huge learning curve for everyone. Um, and I'm trying to mentally prepare myself for having a completely flipped routine where the things that flow easily for me in the mornings when I'm getting myself and my kid and everything ready, that's no longer going to be smooth. It's going to have this new dynamic to it that's going to be chaotic, potentially. Um, so I'm trying to prepare and plan and get things in order. But at the end of the day, I'm having to accept that it's just going to happen the way it's going to happen. I can do as much as I can to create normalcy and control. But at the end of the day, I'm not going to be able to predict how it's going to go 100%. I'm just going to have to get there and learn along the way. And that is big for someone like me because that's unknown. That is something that could potentially be difficult, and um, but that's life, right? And so we, I think, generally have to acknowledge that we can prepare as much as we try to prepare, but there is such a, a freedom, at the same time scary, but it, there's a freedom in knowing that I can't prepare everything. It's okay that I can't prepare everything. It's okay that I'm going to figure it out as I go. It may not be the thing that I would, um, I wouldn't pick to not be in control, but it's kind of nice knowing I don't have to figure everything out. I don't have to be so responsible to the point that every aspect of this has to be figured out, that I can get there, do my best to implement the things I know how to implement, but allow that experience to guide me, allow this dog to show us his personality and his character and allow us as a family to learn how to train him and learn how to work with him and adjust our other two dogs to having them in the home. Like there's something really nice about that and really, um, I don't know, it just takes the, the responsibility off of us and puts it on just go with the flow. You know, you can call it fate. You can call it whatever you want to call it. But to me, I'm just like, we're going to see how this dog does. And then we're going to see how we all do. And we will adapt and we will figure it out because we've always figured it out, you know, and it can seem scary, but we've figured out harder things and we've managed, you know, and this is something that, that first time parents feel, or even when they're getting ready to welcome a second or a third child, it's this anxiety of the, like, what if it doesn't go really well? What if baby has a hard time adjusting and cries a lot? What if my other kids have a hard time adjusting to having a baby? And we try our best to prepare and plan, but then there does have to come a point where we just say, well, we'll see how it goes and let's just get let's just stop worrying and agonizing and obsessing and let's just take it day by day and that's something that's really good for me to remind myself hopefully that's something that's good for you to remind yourself that 
it's okay that you can't plan everything. It's okay that you can't prepare everything. And, you know, I've talked to you in the past about um, just kind of having situations where we just have to take a leap of faith. And that is tied into this where you can plan certain things, but then you just got to dive in. You just got to take that leap of faith. And I think where a lot of people get hung up is this need to have everything figured out and ready 100% before they launch into something. And that's not something that's possible. Most things in life cannot be so perfectly planned. I mean, certain things, yes, you have a you're planning a wedding or something like that, you want to have as many, you know, everything organized and planned and booked and whatever because you have certain requirements. But most other things in life, we just can't, we can't plan everything. And we have to be able to just take a leap of faith. So I'm trying to mentally wrap my mind around this, which is why this is my therapy session to you. I'm giving myself therapy apparently as I talk this out. So I'm applying this to preparing for this dog. I'm preparing myself to have little doggy accidents around the house and potty training and all the adjustments that come with that. But then I have this other thing that's going on that is going to be even more for me. I'm starting a second business. And this business is separate from my counseling practice. Um, and it is an online, primarily online business. And so I'll tell you more about it when I get there. But this is what I'm doing is preparing myself to launch this business, knowing that it's not going to be perfect when it launches because there's no such thing. And I knew that going into this business when I started my practice, but there was a lot more security and safety in starting this practice because I had been, um, I just, I knew what I was doing in the sense that I had worked in this industry. I had clients that were following me from where I was before, but there was still a lot of unknowns and a lot of risk of like, well, if I hope it goes well, I've done as much as I can, but I'm going to jump into it. But with this one, the second business that I'm starting, it requires me to be a lot more involved in online marketing and social media and things that I'm not very, um, I don't think I'm very good at those things. I don't enjoy social media like that. I consume social media by scrolling my Facebook a little bit maybe every day and mostly watching silly reels of dogs and people falling because that's funny. Um, but as far as being so involved in social media that I have to market my business and advertise and try to get clients and do all the things, that's not something that I enjoy, but it's part of what goes into this day and age business, online businesses, all those things. And so one thing that my coach that I am learning how to do this from, um, teaches is that it's, she refers to it as the 80-20 rule, which is that you get um, like 80% of it ready and then you just have to accept that at least 20% of it is not going to be perfect. It's not going to be ready and you just have to go in because if you wait to get to 100%, you're going to be waiting for a really long time because there's no such thing as perfect. So you get as close as to ready as you can. And then you just got to jump in and then you do your best to continue to nurture it and grow it and do better. And that's what we have to apply to most things, you know, with parenting. We're winging it most of the time. I mean, we don't know what we're doing until we have to do it and we figure out 
how we want to do it. And then we make mistakes and we try to do it better the next time. Or we learn from other people or we read books or articles or listen to a podcast or whatever, because we need to find other resources that help us continue to get better. We don't have all the information. We don't have all the skill and the talent, but we crave growth and learning. And until you, if, if you ever stop wanting to grow, then, then you're really in trouble because there's no opportunity to, to, to be better at anything if you're not willing to grow and try and put work into it. And I think where a lot of people get frustrated in life is they don't see progress in something and so they want to quit or they're hard on themselves and they really kind of diminish themselves in the way they talk about themselves. But you can't see progress if you're not trying. You can't see progress if you're not working hard at things. But working hard doesn't mean that it has to be difficult every day. It just means that you have to put in effort. Some of the hardest things we do are things that we love and enjoy and they make us feel really good, but they're still really hard. So if you have something that you want to work on, whether it's a project or a profession or nurturing a relationship or growing in a hobby, whatever, it's going to take work and you have to accept that there's always going to be the opportunity for mistakes um, or stumbling where you feel embarrassed, judgment from other people. It's always there. If I could eliminate judgment from other people, I would be doing so many things, but I, I don't like that. I, it, that. That makes me uncomfortable. But I'm having to accept that whether I like it or not, it's going to happen. Whether I prepare or not, it's going to happen. There, Even if I prepare to what I perceived as 100% perfection, there's still going to be somewhere out there, someone out there that's going to have a judgment towards me, who's going to think what I'm doing is silly, who's going to um, think I'm not good at what I'm doing or not like the way I look or the way I speak or whatever. So if I can accept that that's just a reality that exists in this world, then I can be easier on myself to not need to achieve that perfection and not need to achieve getting to a point where there's no judgment. There's no such thing as that. You don't have to look far to see that the world is filled with judgmental people. Just open your phone, look at any kind of social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, the news. People are just, there's lots of people that are very ugly in the way they treat other people. Their behavior is ugly. And they're, um, they take a lot of joy or find joy in making other people feel bad. So if you can accept that these people exist, and most of the time, if they are, um, if they are, projecting this ugliness towards you it probably has nothing to do with you it's probably a lot more to do with their own worldview their own insecurities the, their own um just self-worth issues and it could be because they are um you know judge uh, feeling insecure or um jealous or or something of towards you and what you've done and so um, there's just all reason, all kinds of reasons why people aren't very nice. But if you find yourself holding back on doing things because you're scared of judgment, you're scared of not being perfect, you're scared that it's just not good enough, I really want you to reconsider that and recognize that that's just not fair. It's not fair to aim for perfection. It's not fair to aim for... 
guarantee that there's not going to be any judgment. That just doesn't exist, right? So, and, and you know, if you mess up and you fall and you don't do very well, you keep trying. You get up and you try again and you change what you need to change, but you keep going. Um, I don't think quitting should be an option. I think it's okay to say, hey, I'm making a really... Um, smart decision to walk away from this project. It doesn't serve me. It's not good for me. I've done the math. It's costing me more than it's worth. That's fine. You should always have the, you know, good discretion of knowing when you need to walk away from something that's not good for you. But if you're walking away out of fear, out of insecurity, out of fear of judgment, out of just whatever, lack of perfection, then please don't. Um, I'm about to put myself out there majorly when I start this business because it is, um, out in social media it's just hard to not open yourself up to potential criticism when you do something publicly um but if i want if i want to achieve this goal then this is what it takes i have to put myself out there and i have to be willing or um accepting of criticism that comes my way and i need to learn not to take it personally so i hope that that gives you something to think about i am going to Officially, so this business I'm starting, my official kind of launching of creating it really starts next week. This program that I'm doing that's going to help me do that. So hopefully within the next few weeks, I'll be telling you more about it. Um, but it's kind of separate from all the things I do with you. So um, anyway, I threw a lot of random things at you. Thank you for just sitting through my own... Um, thought dumping, I guess, word vomit, whatever you want to call it. Um, and sometimes these are just more fun. So hope you enjoy the rest of your week and then I will see you next time. All right. Have a great day. Bye.